Welcome to Space to Face, a podcast where we encourage you to build the online and offline presence of your brand. Whether your strength is online or in person, we believe there's business magic to be made in the blending of both. This is a podcast for passionate creatives and entrepreneurs who want to bridge the gap between their online space and meeting face to face. I'm Paige Poppy. And I'm Asia Crescent. Thank you for joining us. Let's jump right in. Hey guys. Hello everybody. Welcome back to Space to Face. We hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. I had a great Thanksgiving. It's awesome. I'm happy to hear it. Um, We also sent out a resources page last week. So if you are on our email list, you got that. And we hope you loved it. And we're going to be updating that every single week. So anything we mentioned today will be updated on there very shortly. So it's kind of like a running version of the show notes. Because if you guys are wondering, you can always find the show notes at spacetoface.com. And you click on the episodes tab. So if we ever say like, hey, there's this cool book or this cool tech tool or something that's where you can find it but um yeah now we have this fancy resources page so that you guys can go there and don't have to go through all of our show notes from every episode ever but that sounds kind of fun also so you guys could do it either way take your pick (laughs) (laughs) okay so our last episode we talked about being a more professional person overall but today is the anti-sweatpant episode (laughs) You might be wondering what that means, and we are going to explain. I have been wanting to make this episode, like, honestly, I wanted this to be, like, the first episode of this show, but, you know, Asia and I talked it out, and we were like, okay, we can do some more, like, intro episodes before that, but anyway, I'm excited. Um, I have a relevant story to talk about for this week about this topic, Um (laughs) Because I went to this gallery party this week. So we'll get into that too. Asia, what have you been up to this week? Um, I have not been wearing sweatpants this week. So I'm doing pretty good. Go you. Look at me go. I only wore yoga pants one time this week. So, and that's acceptable, I think. Because they're purple and they match. So I mean, I feel like that's totally fine. But this week's been really great. Just wrapping up everything before the new year. My magazine's coming out Monday. So it's going great. But I'm really excited for the holidays. So am I. I um, have like four big art markets to get through in the next oh my gosh. like week and a half. Oh boy. It's going to be crazy. This is why I'm like high yeah. stress. I mean, I'm not, I don't get stressed out very easily, but it's a little bit why I'm like <gasps> on edge, you know, like, okay, yeah. just trying to remember everything. Lists have become very important this week. And uh, I think I have been wearing a lot of sweats because <laughs> I got this new sweatshirt I'm wearing from a local clothing brand, Overthrow Clothing. Ooh. Softest thing ever. It is so long. It covers my butt, but it's fitted and it has freaking thumb holes. Oh, those are okay. It's really cool. We will allow this. As long as you're not wearing overthrow clothing sweatpants, then we'll accept it. Well. (laughs) Oh, no. No. I'm wearing leggings from a different, like, small business brand. (laughs) But they're, you know, fitted. I I figure maybe sweatpants are okay if they're from a local brand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can we make that argument? Yeah. We'll make that an exception to the rule. <laughs> okay, so talking about sweatpants, uh, let's just jump in to the yeah. episode and let you guys uh, know what we're talking about. So we are talking today about looking more professional at all times. Mm-hmm. And I think that this conversation could have a tendency to make us sound like superficial and like looks are really important. So it may sound 
surface level. But today <laughs> we're just going to be talking about the importance of being proud of your appearance as a business owner. Yes. Especially you guys know so much of our message is about not only being presentable online, but mm-hmm. offline. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially in the small town of San Luis Obispo that Asia Amen. lives in. She'll Amen. run into everyone all the time. All of the time. I run into like 50% of my community just like on my walk to Starbucks. <laughs> yep. So you never know who you'll run into. I have said this before, but Phoenix is a small – it feels like a small town sometimes yeah. when you start running in the same circles. So, you know, when you're on Instagram and Periscope or something, people only see you from like the – head down to like mid <laughs> waist or something it's like Maybe. a headshot at all times headshot at all times mm-hmm. but um in person it's a little bit different and we want you guys to carry over that same professionalism for not only what people will think of you but also the way you will carry yourself so okay. we have a lot to say about this today We so do. This was one of the very first topics that we thought about with Space to Face. So people who run their online businesses definitely put a lot of effort into how their appearance is on Instagram or on Periscope, like you're saying, on their blog, etc. And for people who are running local businesses, that is just as important. And when we're talking to people who run online businesses and want to be local or opposite, we're trying to encourage you guys to carry over the same mentality that you do with your appearance online as you do in person. Exactly. And I think a big reason that I was so excited to record this episode is because I definitely learned a lot of this from Asia. Of course, when I met her, I was definitely in last year of college mode. Yes. And we'll talk about this later, but it was a little bit like I didn't really care if I was wearing like leggings because I'm so used to being in a studio architectural studio environment with my peers and like we're all crazy and like tired so like I never felt like I would be I never felt self-conscious about it around my peers if I dressed more casual or like in sweatpants but as a business owner as I transitioned more into that role and especially being in Phoenix and that's now how I represent myself and not as a student um it's become a lot more important and I I leave the sweats at home yes because you are what you wear to mm-hmm. a certain degree and to like feel like you, it was appropriate for you to wear those things as a student. Like you were a student, that's fine. And now you are not a student. And so being able to dress more appropriately to your current occupation, which is business owner, entrepreneur, hashtag girl boss. So sweatpants are not a part of that attire. They are not. Yoga pants, maybe. Sweatpants, no. Yep. And <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's just jump into some of the topics we're going to talk about today. So my, my mom always used to say this when I would go out for job interviews, which she would always say that you want to dress one step above the job you're looking for. And so I think that, I mean, that makes sense when you're going into an interview, but I think it also comes from when you're just like walking around and dropping off resumes kind of thing that you always want to dress like a step above so you can be impressive. And this is a mentality that we should kind of have all the time because if you're a local business owner and you provide a service or a product that you can provide to anyone that you run into – all interactions you have with people are kind of like mini interviews. If you think about an interview being the first impression that you have with a, an employer or with a client, then anything that you, like I feel like it's almost like the Miranda rights, like anything that you say or do can't be and will be mm-hmm. used against you or whatever. Um, and that's what it's like. And so you definitely want to remember that how you're acting and composing yourself and how you how you look and carry yourself Um is a part of this mini interview that you're having with anybody. And you may not realize that the person you're speaking to would want to hire you in the future, et cetera. Um, And you also want to be thinking, like, what would that person tell someone that they met? So let's say you met up with Bob and you're like, I know for sure that Bob will never be my client because I don't photograph, like, 
men in their mid forties. Okay. Let's say that. But if Bob has a daughter, I want him being like, Oh yes. Like I met this photographer today. She was so cool. And she, I have no idea what Bob would tell his daughter. Like she had the coolest purple hair and I think you'd really like her. Not like he probably wouldn't even say anything if I just looked a hot mess. You know what I mean? So I want you guys to be thinking about what someone would tell another client that they think would be good for your business about you as a person. And so much of that has to do with how you appear. Yes. Okay. So I love this point that you brought up and I have two things to say about it. So my first that I thought about when you talked about these mini interviews is that they often say, or this is something my dad has taught me too, being uh, working in the insurance business is that people sometimes more often than not, actually, people need multiple touch points with you before they hire you or purchase from you. So I think there's been a study and I think it's like seven. It's seven. It's definitely like seven to 10. Or my dad has always said like, you'll hear 10 no's before you hear a yes. So if you ever, if you get one no and you end there, you're, you know, you're done for. But yes. So think of it. If you run into someone in your town, like five, seven times. Mm -hmm. And if you look good for all those times, it's going to be more so the step they need to take action and say, yes, I'm ready to hire you. Yes. Think about if if you look thrown off and maybe you look like, even if you look kind of like frazzled, like half of those days, it's going to be change their impression of you. So it's very interesting. And there's so much of this that's like subconscious. So if you just look like stressed out and frazzled, they might not think that people aren't thinking about us enough to like analyze us consciously, right? So that like I'm not saying that everybody's looking at us like ready to judge us, but everyone is judging everyone else like subconsciously, like right? And so if I saw someone like I'm trying to think of who like say I saw a hairstylist, I always bring up the hairstylist one, I'm not sure why, but um, if I saw one who's like always running around and super late and super frazzled, her hair didn't look good, I would definitely not hire her. And like, I wouldn't say like, oh yeah, you saw Susie, she's a hot mess. Like I probably wouldn't say that. I would definitely not say like, Susie's amazing, you know, just subconsciously, you are definitely getting these impressions of people and you want that impression to be awesome. Exactly. So, so true. And the, oh, the other thing I was going to say about this, um, so like you said, like you dress like the job you're looking for. Well, I think a point we can make here too is that many entrepreneurs are never going to be looking for a different job. So with photography, like you're not trying to dress to impress to get to a next level. Yes. But I do think that dressing the role you want to have definitely makes a difference. So like, you know, I'm an artist, but if I want to be the next Picasso, <laughs> you know, like, you know, I'm like definitely doing fine at the level I'm at, but if mm-hmm. I want to be the next Picasso and like look a certain way and like make a certain first impression, I'm going to dress that role. And right, it's so easy to be like, so actually recently, just because it was Black Friday, I bought some clothes and definitely some things I purchased were more so pieces that I would wear if I worked at an architecture firm, okay. which was kind of my plan for a while. Yes. And um, I still want to buy these clothes because they make me feel professional. Yes. And confident and like someone who is artistic. I, I like utilitarian things and like mm-hmm. I wear a lot of neutrals and like I like graphic prints and stuff. So I buy these kind of pieces. Honestly, do I need to wear those things while I'm painting? No, because I wear like something I can get paint on and like an apron. But when I go out and meet clients and stuff, I want to dress the part. And you could make the argument like, oh, you could just wear whatever because it's like a creative outfit. But 
if I dress to that next level, I could attract next level kind of clients. Yes, Let's absolutely. Say you could you could be like even for you too with photography. Like I know you always say you want to be the next Oprah. Yes. So right. definitely getting from that next level of like local town photographer to right. like creating video content or doing other things or having more opportunities like dressing for that part. Even yes. if you're not necessarily actively seeking a different job or like a higher right. up position as an entrepreneur, it could help you with that. Yes. So we're super familiar with like brand words and having like your website be a part of the brand that you're trying to represent to the world and you are kind of like a walking advertisement for your brand. So for me, I like my brand to say to say that I am happy and that I'm inspiring and I want people to really have fun with it so I want them to be entertained. And so I try to dress that part. So I want to like, I wear bright colors and I want to like look and appear happy, which I am happy so it's pretty easy for me to do. Um, and I just want it to look like I'm having fun with, with my life and with my appearance. But I also do want to come off professional because if that was just my whole thing, I could just be all over the place and totally wild. But a lot of the times I'm working with parents of my clients, et cetera, and they want me to look a little bit more put together. They want to trust me in professionalism. So when you think that someone is professional, it's really like you trust them. You trust them to show up on time. You trust them to not embarrass you. Um, you trust them to do the job that they are set out to do. And a lot of that is making sure that you're not looking totally frazzled, that it didn't look like you just rolled out of bed. Because as an entrepreneur, you have you, we definitely have a lot of freedom with our schedule, et cetera, with what we're wearing. We don't have a boss telling us what to wear. But we never want to look like we just rolled out of bed because we should have time in the morning. We should be responsible enough with our schedule to be able to have some time before we have to be somewhere to put ourselves together. And then, like you said, like you want to feel more professional and you want to feel more confident. That is such a huge part of this because you just want to feel like, I have put my best foot forward today and you just you just like feel better when you when you look better you know what I mean oh 100% so let's get into the next part of the conversation because this is a huge one for me that I really really believe in so I think that dressing the part aside from what anyone else thinks of your of your outfit or the impression that it gives them Mm -hmm. it does so much for you confidence wise So let's say I'm at a coffee shop and I am standing in line and I hear some people talking about the need for a new logo that is creative or they want something hand-painted for their business or something. Yes. If I am looking crazy, hot mess (laughs) status, what are the chances that I'm going to feel confident enough to whip out my business card and say, hey, I can help you. This is exactly what I do. It's like not very likely. I don't feel very confident. My thing is, I especially don't feel confident if my hair doesn't look good. So that's a big one for me, too. That comes into the whole appearance thing. Right. Um, Like, I kind of believe your hair looks, for me at least, for your hair looks good. Your outfit's cute. If you're not wearing any makeup, like, that's cool. I feel like it's kind of like those, you need, like, two of the three. (laughs) You know what I mean? Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, like, if you're out, like, in yoga outfit, but you have your makeup done and your hair done, you're fine. (laughs) Oh, so fun. It's it's like one of those, it's like a Venn diagram, you know? Yes, that's so funny. Yeah, but um but yeah, I would I would just not feel confident enough and right. how how perfect would it be if I was wearing something that looked professional, colorful, creative, just like yes. fun and like, oh, I want to work with that person. Yes. I want to support them and I want them to help me. And that's another good point is that often as an entrepreneur, you are providing a service that helps someone mm-hmm. and they want someone who feels like you're capable of helping them because Absolutely. if you don't look like you can take care of yourself how would you like take care of them 
then how are you supposed exactly that makes so much sense and so it is just yeah the, and like the way that you carry yourself we I'm sure that we're going to talk a lot in future episodes about like building this inner confidence and that's like a whole other thing about having the confidence to be able to go to someone randomly and say this but just having that surface level confidence in the way that you're appearing is really going to feed into that and it's not the only thing you need but it definitely helps and it can be a huge block because the same thing with me if I hear somebody talking or it ha- this happens a lot if I see an old client that I would love to reconnect with and I just ran into them um, and if I didn't look good I'd probably just like totally avoid them like oh my gosh there they are like look away um, but if I look great I would love to run into them and so I definitely make it a point to look good enough and I tell myself like if I ran into in any number of people like what I feel good about the way I look like like a future client I'd love to have an old client um, if I ran into a business partner or a business, um, another business owner, like would I feel good the way that I'm looking right now? And that doesn't mean that you have to be like in high heels and, and, and I almost said sweatpants. High heels and sweatpants would be very strange. <laughs> that doesn't mean that's such an odd vision in my brain. Like it's so weird. It look, feels like a child dressing up. It doesn't mean you have to be in slacks and high heels, right? It just means that you need to feel like Yes, like I would not be embarrassed to run into like Mr. Kevin or to Susie or to Bob or whoever. Um, so we're not saying like, oh, be decked out to the nines, of course, but feeling like you are putting your best foot forward. It's actually freaky that you just brought up that example of like um, running into an old client who you want to reconnect with. So I yes. kind of have some like relevant – because I was going to bring this up. I have something Do relevant so. to share. So uh, I went to Starbucks this morning mm-hmm. and um, Starbucks is – so. My other coffee shop that I go to, I now know enough people there that I will probably run into someone to get recognized. Oh, girl. And today was a power session for me. I had to concentrate so hard to meet a deadline. So um, I knew I had to go to Starbucks. I was like, I'm not going to get recognized here. Whatever. Funny enough, actually, I did see like two people, though, who I've seen before. It was the guy when you came and visited me in Phoenix and we sat at that counter for a long time. And that guy talked to us. He had like glasses, kind of like. 40 years old, looked kind of like... Was it Starbucks? Like, yeah, yeah. Funny. I do remember that. Okay, okay. So, funny enough, I did see someone I recognized, but I don't think he remembered me because that was a couple of months ago. Yes. Anyway, so uh, that is one example. Of, so, I went to Starbucks today. I kind of, you know, was wearing... I'm wearing a hoodie and leggings because I'm just in focus mode. I knew I wasn't going to see anyone I know, but there are two baristas who work there, and both of them have helped me and, like, served me in the drive-thru before. Mm-hmm. And one of them, I think, I'm pretty sure the, the man recognizes me. And if I had been looking more confident, I would have said, hey, like, nice to see you again. How is it going so far? And I would want him to start establishing a personal connection with me so we can, like, right. be friends and, you know, have that banter at the barista, the barista yes. banter. That should be I a love thing. barista banter. <laughs> the love best. But I didn't feel confident enough to do that today. In comparison, I have been going to the post office regularly (laughs) this last two weeks because usually I just can ship my orders through the mailbox. But I've had like some international stuff and like things that just require me to go there, right? Right. By chance, I've had the same mail lady three times. (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah. And... Uh, for me, like, by the time I go to the post office, it's, like, the end of the day. Like, I go, like, five. My post office is open until nine. What? So it's crazy. It's crazy. That's amazing. Yep. And my P.O. box is there, so it's fantastic. So I can go whenever I want. Dude, that's so nice. Ours is – our P.O. boxes are open at any time, like, all hours of the night. Um, I don't know why that is, but our it closes at five. 
Yeah, most do. This one is just, this is actually why I chose to put my P.O. box there. Well, Ugh. I think I might be able to access it too, but I figure like if I go to the post office, I want to be able to do two things at once. Totally, totally. So anyway, smart. I digress. But um, so I got the same mail lady three times. And so usually by like the end of the day, five, six o'clock, I've like worked out, you know, gotten dressed and like uh-huh. I'm proud of what I'm wearing. Right. And so the second time I see her, I was like, hey, nice to see you again. Um, da, 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 da. And we start making a friendship. So I go again yesterday and she's like, hey, how's it going? And she remembers me now. And she's like, you know, telling me all like the rundown about like there's no liquid perishable whatever stuff in the box. And she's like, but you know all that. Like she knows now. (laughs) That's so cool. Yeah. So that's the difference. Wait, what? (laughs) Sorry. Even if like she never leads to a professional um, connection ever, ever in her life. What like a much better life that we would be living to be connected to our community like that, you know? Oh, totally. Wait, I have to share this too. I was working with her. So she was helping me like ship the package and this guy in like a biker vest walked up and like tapped her on the wrist and made some kind of joke to her or something. And like he walked away and they were like chuckling together and she goes like, have a good night, mad dog. What? <laughs> So she had like a personal connection with him too. It was so Mad Dog. Oh my gosh. Please ask her for a nickname because that would be great. It was the best that she called in that. I was just like dying inside. Yeah. I can't wait to see what she comes up with for you. I love that boy. God. I know. I think that's his like biker name. He was wearing a biker. That's like what he goes by. So. Does he have a beard? Does he? Yes. Yes, that makes me so happy. By the way, do you see my shirt right now? Yeah. <laughs> if your boyfriend doesn't have a beard, you have a girlfriend. <laughs> okay, anyway, we yes. digress. He was a very tough man with a beard, but uh, no, I like that point too. How much would it be a better place? Like, it's awesome to be able to go to my little post office and like just have a friendly, pleasant yeah. time. You know, everyone knows the post office can be like not the funnest place. Also a reason why I chose this location. The other one, not so friendly. That's close to me. So I go to this one. But yeah, totally. But what I was saying basically is that I was able to create this friendship with her because I felt confident the way I looked that day. And next time I go to Starbucks, I'll be confident enough to do that. But today was just a sweatshirt kind of (laughs) day. Today was a great day. Okay, so I'm going to move on to another topic. So I know this is kind of silly. But I really love my Snapchat, and my Snapchat game is a super importante to me. And it's super strong. And strong. Thank you. I really appreciate that. But it's only strong because I make it a point to make sure my face looks good. Because a lot of times when I'm snapping, I'm just, like, snapping my face, and I'm just talking about, like, whatever I think is funny or inspiring. And when you're that close to my face and you notice that I look horrible, I just don't want to do it, and I don't snap at all. And because I love snapping and I feel like it is important to my life and business, I make sure that I am comfortable enough to snap. Because on days I don't look good, I just don't snap at all. Um, And then I also really appreciate the opportunity to put something on my Instagram daily and so if I don't look good enough to take an Instagram photo which is not the goal at all times but I love being able to to do that every day so this morning I went to coffee with page 2.0 <laughs> who is a local blogger um, from healthy hits the spot and I'm being replaced no, I'm you know I'm cool. never being replaced but it's <laughs> so wonderful and you guys would love each other and it really has like you and I's friendship has set up this like space for me to have these friendships you know it's oh, just totally. so funny that her name is also Paige it just yeah. cracks me up um <laughs> 
And so we meet every day for coffee and we've been trying to take pictures every day so that I can like post on Instagram and they just have not been turning out great. Not because of the way we're looking, but just because of iPhone or whatever. And today we took one. I brought my camera so we could finally take one. It was, and was a great like, photo. So What's that? It was a great photo. Thank you. I was so grateful that like my hair looked okay and that I looked good because I really wanted to like post this photo and talk to people about what I was doing and how inspiring it is to have creative friendships like we've talked about. Um, and so I'm glad I was able to do that. And if it could have been another day or it could have been a day where I was like, no, we can't take one today and I wouldn't have been able to post it. So it is just really nice to be able to put yourself in a position that you're always suitable to put out content um, and because we know how important that is. And if you're like, oh, I'm just feeling not very like – don't feel super put together today or blah, 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 then you're not going to want to do that. Um, and it's social media game is something that you're wanting to do. And that's a really great way to start because you're feeling confident enough to put stuff out there. That's a really great point. And I also, I'm looking at the picture right now and, um, also we can make the argument too, isn't Paige's business a hundred percent online? Like does she ever meet yes. with clients in person? She does not. Okay, so and she how cute does she look in this picture? She looks so cute, right? Looks so cute. So that's another example. Here yeah. she is. She's showing up. She's looking presentable as a business owner, even though none of her clients are going to see her that day. Yes, because now her clients are seeing her because she's posting stuff online, and she could be running into people at the coffee shop we go to every day, telling them what she does, and people in town could be her clients. I don't know of anyone who runs a business where the people who are in your town could not be your clients, right? Does that make sense? And so like she could run into somebody who could be your clients. Right now her clients are international. She has clients in Hong Kong and London and Paris. Um, And so they're not seeing her on a daily, but they are seeing her Instagram posts and she's able to post these things because she does look super cute every day. She's so adorable. So nice. She is at Healthy Hits the Spot, if anyone is curious. And I'll definitely put that in the show notes. And I have another thing to mention. In this phone that we're talking about, I'm also pulling it up right now. I'm not like wearing like a blazer or something like a blouse. I'm just wearing this like really cute t-shirt and I feel comfortable. I'm also wearing Keds and ripped jeans. But I feel for me and my brand, that's representative and fine. Like my t-shirt has like a little funny saying on it, like I said earlier. So for me, this is totally acceptable. This is a representative of me and my brand and I wouldn't feel ashamed to run into anybody this way. So that's going to look different for everybody. Yes, it is. It, and it looks cute. And like you, it's actually a really great example photo. So everyone go check it out on Asia oh, Crimson Photography Instagram. But it's much. a really great example that you guys look very both much. Pre- wow, very both much. You guys <laughs> look both presentable, but you guys are different levels of professional in this picture. And it's yeah. totally cool. Yeah, so, both are totally fine. Yeah, love it. I love that. And you should also think about um, the person that you are trying to attract, right? Also be thinking about the audience that you're trying to attract and the clients that your clientele you're trying to attract. And so for me, it's important for me, like I said earlier about brand words, to like look cool and to look a little bit trendy and that kind of thing. And so it's imp- more important for me to look that way than to look like uber professional. Because if I ran into like a college girl and I was wearing the slacks and heels, it'd be like, mm, okay, then I wouldn't look like as cool and relatable to them as I do when I look extra cool like I do today. Yep. Which is awesome. And like, I think that this is like a total side note. I think that's a fun thing about you and I's business too, is almost like part of our target market is pretty close to who we are. Exactly. Yes. As a person. So I love this about both of our businesses. It gives us a lot of freedom to just be ourselves. Yes. And really nice. Authentic. Right. Like I can wear you know, like local brands and like have piercings and like be creative or wear like colorful lipstick because that's part of what I do. Yes. And those are the people that you are trying to attract. So we are very lucky in that our businesses allow us to attract. And I feel like a lot of people are like that. So Paige, for example, at Healthy Hits the Spot, her people are also 
um, versions of herself. And so she can really feel um, authentic, you know. So at some point, so right now, the people that I'm trying to attract are people who were like me in college. So it's okay. So that's a different version, right? That was like my past self, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm not trying to attract 26-year-olds. And Paige, at Healthy It's a Spot, is looking at attracting to people who are at a different point in their healthy life than she is now. She's trying to get people to the place she is now. Um, And so you are attracting. I think that's a really great point. You're being authentic and trying to attract the people who are similar to you. And that's a really good feeling of freedom when you're thinking like, oh, it's not professional to have a septum ring. But for you, it is because that's definitely appropriate to your brand, appropriate to the audience you're trying to attract. Totally. And like, uh, I was actually having this conversation yesterday. I made a new friend in my area. Uh, Her name is Savannah Hunter Reeves, and she does um, graphic design and branding. But uh, we were having a conversation about the same thing ourselves. Um, And I was kind of talking about how I feel like as an artist, I feel like artists are kind of a unique breed in that you can have different target markets. So Mm -hmm. like I'm very aware that like my prints and like smaller items appeal to people who are my own age. Right. We can afford it. Um, And then my larger like big commissions that are going to go in someone's house is definitely someone older with disposable income who's Mm -hmm. wanting to design and decorate their space. Right. Um. So for me, like, I'm not going to 100% always dress like I'm trying to attract the other 23-year-olds. Yes. Um, but I still look put together. So uh, I act- like so let me think of, like, two different outfit examples. And I actually think that they're both kind of usable. So, like, for example, yesterday I wore, like, a white and black, like, pinstripe jumpsuit thing with <laughs> a um, – which sounds kind of weird, but it's cute. <laughs> and um, also, like, a gray – long like sweater coat thing Mm -hmm. so this is kind of like refined minimal I had like a top knot pretty professional I'd be super comfortable meeting someone who was like 60 years old in that but I also had coffee with Savannah who's my age and I felt kind of like put together in that outfit yeah so I told you this last week that I bought something like around Black Friday but I bought this matching set outfit last week (laughs) from it's not here yet i am so anxious to receive it i bought it from asos and it's an adidas matching set so there's leggings and then like an oversized t-shirt and it has the adidas trefoil logo on the front but the pattern of this matching set is like kind of old school wallpaper with hummingbirds and flowers all over it (laughs) it's so bright and colorful it's crazy we will link it in the show notes Yes. It's it's crazy. It was the kind of thing that I saw that and I was like, you know what? That is a fun ass outfit. <laughs> I want to wear that. And also like, of course, in this journey of being an entrepreneur, I'm like, well, I have a lot of freedom, so I'm going to wear this shit, you know? Yeah, I am. So anyway, it's very colorful, very wild. But I think about it now. I think I would also be comfortable wearing this in front of my 60 year old client because I show that like, I'm like a creative color loving artist. Right. So I might have a little more freedom than most people maybe, but I can, I feel like I can definitely be fine talking to any of my clients wearing both the pinstripe jumpsuit and the matching crazy colorful set. Right. So I don't know. Those are like examples. What? Those are great examples. I like that. I have something like similar. I wear crop tops sometimes and I was thinking about like whether or not I would feel okay running into, you know, someone's mom running that, wearing that, which, which can be my clientele as well because sometimes I am directly targeting my clients and then sometimes they have to go through their mom if I'm doing high school graduation photos, right? So I'm trying – I and I was thinking maybe I wouldn't be so comfortable. But then again, I would because it's not like I would be wearing anything like 
super revealing and super trashy. It would just be like maybe a little bit of tummy was showing, but we do live in an area that's warm a lot. So I think that is fine. But it's a really good point to make that you can have two different audiences. Totally. And like the moms can look at you and think like, oh, you know, my Caroline wears the same thing, you <laughs> yeah. know? Totally, totally. And just feeling relatable and what they would say to their daughter. Um, not like, oh, like she's a grumpy, frumpy old lady, like, <laughs> you know? So it's nice that I can be relatable without being like super not presentable. I like this discussion. I think that it shows that there's a lot of a lot of flexibility. Yes. A lot of freedom. Um, you don't need to go change yourself to perfectly no. match your target market. Like I'm saying, I kind of go to both ends of the spectrum yes. on the professionalism side. But I don't know. There's a difference between like cool, colorful matching set and like smudged black eyeliner under your eyes and like having brushed your teeth and like you need right. some chapstick. Like yeah. that's the difference for me. Like honestly – I don't even know if I could care what you're wearing style wise. Mm-hmm. Like, That's maybe so you follow true. the trends, maybe you don't, whatever. But, like, yeah. it's you guys know. You guys know when you look in front of the mirror, if you feel that certain level of confidence, you've got it, no matter what yes. you're wearing. Yeah, it's so much about like how you are feeling on on the inside, of course, and like realizing that what you're wearing on the outside is a reflection of that. Um, and so just being confident and like putting your best foot forward. And we're so lucky to have the flexibility that we get to choose what that is. I remember when I worked full time and I wasn't allowed to wear jeans. I wore jeans for like three months after I quit my job and became a full-time photographer because I was like, heck yes, I love wearing jeans. I sleep in my jeans. I love them so much. And for me, that is a like quote unquote professional outfit to be wearing jeans and a cute t-shirt. Like I am set for life. I would feel comfortable like meeting the president. Probably not. That's probably not a good example. Um, but I would feel good meeting any level of client in, in jeans and a cute top. So um, we do have so much flexibility and everybody has that. It's not like everyone has to wear what we would be wearing um, as an artist or a photographer, but just feeling really good and feeling like you are representing your brand. I also want to mention, you said this earlier about wearing local brands and I realized this is something I didn't think of before, um, but if you're wearing local brands like you're wearing right now, it's really good to be representative of, of their brand as well so that you can recommend them. So I think about this with my hair a lot because apparently I think about my hair. I'm a hairstylist often. Um, but people ask me all the time who does my hair and I always recommend my hairstylist Brit. And I'm so happy that my hair looks good enough for people to ask. And if I just randomly told somebody like, oh, Brit at Bluebird does my hair and my hair looked horrible, then that would be sad. And that would not be a good like recommendation for her. I have one last little applicable anecdote to this episode topic. So, of course, sometimes it's inevitable that you can't dress perfect all the time, I guess. And so that happened to me the other day, but it's just another um, example of how it can affect your confidence. So, um, the gallery that I'm in um, locally, Moon Age Tempe, very exciting. They had their one-year anniversary party on Saturday night, and I'm so excited for them. I've been working with them for almost that whole time, so it was cool. I'm, like, friends with a lot of the people who are in there and, like, also are artists and makers, and, you know, whenever I go there, they're like, oh, this is Paige. Like, she's one of our artists, and they, like, point out my work and stuff, and so I always want to, like, represent my work and, like, look professional, you know? Yes. It's, it's a room full of people who, like, you want to make a first impression with. Well... Inevitably, I went rock climbing for my friend's birthday at the rock gym, and I was wearing, like, actually, it wasn't that bad of an outfit, but it was, like, just not something I normally wear to that type of event. I had my Nikes on, some, like, long leggings that were black, very subtle cheetah print. They're actually really cool leggings. I would wear them, like, normally. 
and then like a um you know like a workout jacket and my hair was clean and like long so and like not long down so it was fine but definitely I felt so self-conscious the whole night and I definitely caught myself quite a few times being like oh yeah like I just came from the rock gym that's why I'm wearing this I'm pretty sure I said it a few times because I wanted to make it clear like I don't normally look like this you know yes of course and I only said that to people who I'm like friends with kind of but there was definitely quite a few people that I met for the first time and like this one guy was like talking about my art and he said he really liked it and I like swear I noticed he was kind of like up downing me a little bit (laughs) and I was like this is so bad like this guy probably thinks like look at this like sporty chick like (laughs) thinking she's cool like doing her art yeah so just a good example uh but I I couldn't help it because the event was a certain time and I was up in North Scottsdale rock climbing and we went to dinner so it was kind of like it was either, like, I go wearing this or I don't go at all. I and I really go, yeah. wanted to go and be supportive and see my right. friends. So but it's such a bummer that you had to just, like, have this, like, taint of feeling self-conscious. And you had to, you know, like, feel the need to mention those things. And we know, like, so much about, like, emotional energy, et cetera, and, like, our capacity to handle, like, so many things in our brain. And you just don't want that to be one of them. Like, you don't want it to be a mental distraction for yourself, you know? Not at all. And – Um, Of course, I guess I could have planned ahead and, like, packed an outfit, but I really thought I would have come home first. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, just one of those bummers. But, yeah, just another example, it really can affect your confidence. So if you haven't tried it yet, like, look great one day and see what it does for you. It does wonders. Yes. And, like, and I mentioned earlier about not rolling out of bed. It feels good when you take some time between awake and going to just take some time. Like, getting ready, of course, is important in there, but – it just feels so good. You just feel great when you're like, okay, cool. Like, I'm not in a rush and I have some time to get ready to eat a good breakfast, etc. So if you are one of those people who likes to sleep every last minute, I would definitely try to wake up 15 minutes earlier, put a little bit more effort into your appearance, and you're just going to feel so great even just because of those 15 minutes of extra time between waking up and starting your day. Nothing makes me feel more adult than, like, being ready and just sitting there having time to kill. Yes. Like, breakfast eaten, so nice. dressed uh social media posted <laughs> and yes. then you're just waiting to go that's and a great feeling check. oh my gosh that's so nice every morning that I've been meeting up with page 2.0 I have been like so ready and I've had time to read my devotional every day and that has been so nice like I just sit there with my like sausage that I have for breakfast and my tea and I'm like look at me go such an adult and it just feels so good to have that time and if I didn't care about my appearance I would not wake up that early I would just wake up at eight go at eight and I'm so happy that I have an excuse to have that time the best. The best. So we hope that you guys are encouraged today to really be putting your best foot forward, to give yourself the confidence and the self-assurance to really go out there and take on the world and to be like thrilled if you run into a past client or a possible connection and to know that you definitely have put your best foot forward and that you look professional and that you're making an awesome impression. Yeah, I just thought of this too. As entrepreneurs, we don't have our own boss. But I feel like if you have that kind of experience, you were like, wow, I was dressed good today. I met my client. It was awesome. That's where you can be like, good job, Paige. Thank you, Paige. Yes, yes. As if you, because you are your own boss. And so, you know, you get to treat yourself like the boss and the, the employee at a certain point. So remember, remember that. I like that. Yeah, give yourself a pat on the back when you do it successfully and you'll probably keep doing it again. Yes, yeah. When you know the benefits of it, absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today. We hope you have an excellent week. Definitely check out the show notes and the resource page with all of the show notes of every episode ever in the world of Space to Face. Yep. And um, thanks so much, guys, for taking some time to listen to this episode. 
We know that this is the busy season for a lot of business owners. I know we're all kind of approaching those shipping deadlines too. So we hope that you guys have a very productive, successful week, but also don't get too stressed out. Remember to create some work-life balance. You know, Asia and I are all about that. All about it. I'm going to whisper that mantra to myself in my head all week. (laughs) Um, But yeah, thanks guys again for being here. Um, If you haven't left us a review on iTunes yet... We love it. We love reading them. Speaking of which, we did get a new review this week that is so nice. um, And we will read it now. So thank you to the writer of this. We know who you are. (laughs) It says, as a fellow young creative and entrepreneur, it is so inspiring to see these two doing amazing things. I love being able to relate to them on so many personal and professional levels. That's really awesome and nice. And I am so happy that I was able to connect spatially with them on Instagram. Yay. I love when you guys use our lingo. It's awesome. Um, I got to say, too, we've gotten some great tweets also. If I can pull one up. I know um, I have it off the top of my head. Queen's Babies told me on Twitter that um, she would be planning to host a little mompreneur meetup at a coffee shop. So, so Perfect. Um, she said, yeah, I just listened to episode one. I was inspired to set up a coffee shop date with some local mompreneurs. Space to face in action. We love it. Thank you. And we're excited. This is just the first time you're doing it. But honestly, it's going to become such a part of your normal routine that like for us, we don't even think twice about it anymore. So great. We're so pumped. And um, yeah, that wraps it up. As always, we are sending you all of the positive and creative vibes your way. And we hope you have a fabulous freaking week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Space to Face brought to you by Asia Croson and Paige Poppy. To find out more about us and get episodes delivered straight to your inbox each week, please check out our website at space2face.com. Until our next episode, we hope you'll apply what you've learned today to nurture both the online and face-to-face aspects of your business. And until then, we thank you and we will see you in our next one.